It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Throws, and yes! Touchdown, did he get it? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on a Tuesday. Uh, we meant to get into our pick six results last hour, but we had too much fun recapping the season so far for Region 11 high school basketball. Uh, really solid starts for a lot of these teams um, for Region 11. Uh, there is one game tonight. Uh, Ridgeline will be taking on Fremont. Um, a lot of teams in action tomorrow. Bear River's at Roy. Green Canyon is at Box Elder. Uh, Logan's going to be at Maple Mountain. And Mountain Crest hosting Morgan. Um, Skyview's headed to a tournament down in Davis later this week. Yeah. Good so, old Davis High School. A lot of stuff going on. So you're going to be making the trip uh, tomorrow, so I'm going to be flying solo as you're making your way down into Utah County. Yeah, I'll be driving. It's a nice, solid two-hour drive. I'll be leaving here a little, little earlier than that, try and get there around 6. So you'll be starting the show as I'm about halfway through that drive. <laughs> By the time I'm out of range, so I won't be able to listen to your show. Ah, good. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I can always pull up the app. Oh, that's true. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on our Full Court Press text line. A lot of great interaction last hour. I'd uh, love to continue to get uh, your feedback and your thoughts uh, as um, Utah State women's basketball uh, losing to BYU earlier today. Uh, we've been talking about Region 11 high school hoops. We recognized Justin Anderson as the uh, uh, Cache Valley Media Group Player of the Week uh, for the opening week of uh, high school hoops. Several other really good candidates to be recognized. with something we'll be doing uh, uh, pretty much once uh, a week. There may be a period of time there where there's really not many games during the holiday season. Yeah. And so we'll probably take a break then, but then pick up again in early January. Yeah, so around Christmas and New Year, I don't know if they'll, because I don't know if they have, I think they have like two smallish breaks. So I don't know if we'll just take a complete hiatus for like a two or three week period or maybe try and... Uh, you know, fit one in between. I'll play it by ear and make the decision as far as what we decide to do there. Yes. So keep an eye on it, but it'll be fun to do uh, as we uh, go through the high school basketball season, recognizing both boys and girls basketball players for what they do. Yeah, we excited. this week there were four nominees. Two of them were uh, girls basketball players. Two of them were boys. And one of the girls got uh, a couple of first-place votes. And most of the second-place votes. So, you know, number one, number two is one boy and is one girl. Justin Anderson just happened to average 24 points a game and had a couple of really big games. So it pushed him over the over the edge there uh, over, you know, another girl who had a really good um, week herself. Yeah. Yeah, Emily Skinner. And I think we're going to see her name pop up a lot. Yeah, we will. And, and 
you know, names to keep an eye, you know, Cambry Tensmeyer, Green Cane, but also Marin McKenna. She's going to Wyoming, so she's poised to have a pretty good season. Just ha- so happened that Tensmeyer had a, you know, better statistical week than uh, McKenna. So we'll we'll see plenty of guys um, pop up. I know Tanner Davis, uh, you know, didn't finish in the top two among, you know, vote getters. But uh, I imagine he'll at some point uh, find his way toward the top <laughs> of the list. Uh, as well as some Ridgeline boys players. You know, they didn't have any players uh, make the list this week, but I imagine we'll see some from them. Um, just going to depend on who has a really good week or who wins a really big game, but there's there's a lot of different players who could find themselves at the top of this list. A uh, reminder, if you want to weigh in, we'd love to hear from you on our Full Court Press text line, 435-339-0321-9315, asking who's the guest host for tomorrow. And through N5, he wants to shoot his shot as far as <laughs> being able to guest host the show. <laughs> trying to say something? Uh, 8739 texting in. Uh, are you doing that for girls and boys wrestling too? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to say no. <laughs> We'd love to know more details. Uh, that would be fun to highlight the, the wrestling teams locally. Uh, just the fact of the matter is that we don't quite have the personnel that are covering wrestling like we are for boys and girls basketball. And it's because we have so many people that are covering that specific sport that we can do what we're doing with highlighting a player of the week. Yeah, we have all these different people, and I'm in contact with all these different people and sending the votes out and then helping them out and all the the behind-the-scenes stuff. It was like, yeah, we've got a lot of boots on the ground, knowledge of this. We had that with football. We have that with with, – Boys basketball, we even have people who are knowledgeable of the girls' basketball, too. Uh, so it's not just boys, and we also happen to be doing girls. You know, we, we have some people that are knowledgeable of what's happening in girls' basketball, too. So Right, so 8739, it really is just a function of where our personnel are allocated and what they're connected with. Yeah. So uh, it's not to say that, you know, if somebody wants to pass along a nomination, we talk about our stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. It's a great time for people to, uh, from from you, our listening audience, to submit a, a nominee for that. Yeah. Because one thing when I, you know, Burden brought to Eric the idea of doing a player of the week. The end goal was to try and do it for as many sports as possible. It's why we started with football, even though there were a couple of other sports going on, volleyball and girls' soccer. We had the the people there for football and we just kind of left it at that eventually we'd like to be able to do it for all sports but to do that we have to be able to get information from them um and that requires a level of networking that i've not managed to dig into yet it's for down the line yes i just barely got hired like a few months ago <laughs> we'll get there i've 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 got some work ahead and like i said i already made some tweaks to the basketball player of the week that i we you know we were kind of a test run with football tweaked it a little bit We'll continue to tweak it and try and add as many people because eventually I'd like to be just the high school player of the week of all sports. But for now, we got to work with what we got. Yes, and we'll uh, we'll build on that. Speaking of player of the week, let's get into that, shall we? Outside <laughs> uh, of the individual, maybe maybe Justin Anderson gets the, your your recognition as the overall player of the week. Somebody uh, that you want to highlight, but um, let's. Let's talk about some of the people that we think really stood out. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. 
puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. All right, so this could be from any sport, any type of activity. And we've kind of fudged it from time to time where it may not give be given to a specific individual. I think you mean you fudged it. And I think I'm going to do that again today. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give my player of the week to the University of Utah defensive line. Those guys just wreaked total havoc against USC in that second half in the Pac-12 title game. Uh, Utah defensively overall, this wasn't just limited to the defensive line, but overall Utah's defense tallied 11 tackles for loss and seven sacks in the Pac-12 title game. Just total domination, especially that fourth quarter. Uh, And wow, uh, what a game for Utah and uh, playing themselves into the Rose Bowl. Had to have a lot of things happen just right for them to even get into the Pac-12 title game. And then once they were there, especially in the second half, they were rolling. So I think had we not put this into the high school player of the week, I probably would have picked Justin Anderson. But I think I'm going to go with a different local because I always go with local guys. You go with people down south and <laughs> other things. I just Something he really stands out. Something I was maybe going to do Jalen Hurts because he's on like two of my fantasy teams and he had a pretty good week. But I, I'm going st- to stay local. I'm going to stick to my guns. Uh, and give it to Stephen Ashworth. I know he's been, mm. you know, some of his performances haven't necessarily been isolated to a single week. Like he had the 30 points, which was a couple weeks ago, 27 against Utah Tech, which was last week. Where it just feels like sometimes when he's shooting, it's an absolute cheat code. Dude made 15 threes over a two-game stretch. It's like every time he shoots the ball, it's like it goes. You're, you're, like, you're surprised when he misses. You're like, wait a minute, that missed? It's like when somebody shoots a layup and they miss. You're like, wait a minute, he missed? That's the way it was is with Stephen Ashworth and three pointers right now. It's just like, why didn't the ball go through the hoop? It's supposed to go through the hoop. <laughs> Stephen Ashworth shot it, therefore it must go in the hoop. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll give some recognition to uh, Stephen Ashworth. Okay, that's solid. Solid. You, said, you sound disappointed. No, that's, that's a very good. <laughs> Do you disapprove of Stephen Ashworth? No, I don't. He had himself a heck of a week and uh, big time contributor for the Aggies. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next on the our list for our Tuesdays is we we try to find a stat that blew our minds. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, so I went first on player, so I'll let you go first on stat, Jason. All right. I don't know if this is so much the stat that blew my mind as much as the staff that made me chuckle a little bit. Um, so Brazil, they uh, – oh, I didn't actually check the final score of their game. Um, but they scored four goals in the first half of their game. I don't have the – trying to find the World Cup there, the, the final score of their actual game. But they, they scored four goals in the first half of their game. So in the last 60 years, Brazil is now the second team to score four goals in the first half of a World Cup knockout stage match. Wow. The other team to do it 
was Germany in 2014 against Brazil. <laughs> so I, it, made, it made me laugh a little bit. The interesting odds. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I've got to go with the, you heard this a little bit, not to these stats, but you heard a little bit about it at the Dan Patrick above the noise segment just a few minutes ago. Talking about Tampa Bay and the New Orleans Saints. So they've faced each other a couple times this season. In the first three quarters, Tampa Bay had only scored six points combined between those two games. But in the fourth quarter, 31 points combined, and Tampa has won both of those games. So New Orleans has had the upper hand pretty handily for three quarters of each game and then just really let it get away from them in the fourth. See, I saw that stat, and I almost used it as mine. Oh, did you? <laughs> so I, until I saw the Brazil one, I was like, oh, yeah, that one. I didn't have a good one this week. I just have to, you know, go look up some tweets or whatnot. I'll have to, I'll have to look up a really good one for next week. There you go. Well, if you've got one that uh, that you saw that blew your mind, we'd love to hear from you. 435-339-0321 on uh, the, the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. Um, and uh, Or if yeah, somebody specific, regardless of the sport that really stood out to you, uh, we'd love to hear uh, your nominations for that throughout the hour. Uh, one of the other things that we, we normally try to do on Monday, but – because there was so much that was happening Monday, we didn't have a chance to do it with the bowl announcement that happened over the weekend, uh, the first net rankings for college hoops that were revealed yesterday. We pushed the uh, the pick six announcement uh, and reveal into uh, today. And so let's do that now, too. So on Thursday, we try to predict six things that will happen for the weekend. And we each take a turn. I've got three. Jason has three. And we'd use a, a tiebreaker and see how well we did uh, after the weekend is over, trying to see how close we were. So we'll go through what we uh, what we try to predict. So uh, you, uh, we'll start off with this one: rebounds by Taylor Funk versus Utah Tech. You set the line at eight and a half. I took the under. You took the over. He had eight. So that was really good yeah. line on that. And I initially wanted to take the under, but then you took it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take the over. <laughs> so that's one for me. Uh, USU leading scorer. Now, I'm pretty sure this was for the Utah Tech game. Yeah, it was for Utah Tech. Uh, it was choose Funk, Ashworth, or the field. I chose the field. You chose Ashworth. Ashworth had 27. Funk had 20. Uh, so it was clearly Ashworth. Uh, so we're one and one at this point. Uh, U.S. versus the Netherlands. This would have been in their game Saturday morning. Total goals scored from both teams combined. You set the line at two and a half. You took the over. I took the under. Thinking it might be more of a defensive game. <laughs> and it was a defensive game for the Netherlands. Yeah, it's not bad for them. <laughs> they only gave up one, but the Americans gave up three. So it was four. Total. So that's now two for you, one for me. Uh, Utah tackles for loss versus USC. Now, I already mentioned that in my uh, player of the week, um, but uh, the line was set at five and a half. And uh, I took the over, you took the under, and as I revealed earlier, 11 tackles for loss 
for the Utes in that game. So now we're tied at uh, two apiece. Uh, we come to this next one. Ooh, I realized I missed one of the notes here. Oh, you didn't look it up? On one of these, I got to go back and find. It's not on this one. It's on the on another one coming up. So uh, bear with me. I got to pull this one up. Real Are quick. we gonna have to cut to a break and do the reveal <laughs> afterwards? Uh, nope. I'm, I'll have it here. I've got it handy. Now I've I, got it. Okay. I, okay. So the uh, the other one was th- USU three pointers versus Utah Tech. Um, set the line at eight and a half. I, I put that way too low. Yeah, now, granted, if no, I would have used didn't. that for San Francisco, it would have been way too high. <laughs> but the line was set at eight and a half. We both took the over. They made 13 three-pointers in that one. Uh, and so right now, I've got three. You've got three. So it comes down to this. Jazz turnovers versus the Trailblazers. Oh, no. The line was set at 16 and a half. I took the over. You took the under. I'm just pulling it up right now. Utah had 13 turnovers. You took the under, so you got that correct. There we go. <laughs> so uh, you win pick six. There we go. I If it came down to the, the tiebreaker, I would have won the tiebreaker. Uh, that was doesn't the matter score now. prediction for Packers-Bears. I predicted 27-21. You predicted 28-24. Actual score, 28-19. So I was just a few points off. Hmm. <sighs> Loser. Sadly, it doesn't come to that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You got to win in regulation. <laughs> <laughs> we play to win the game. And I did not win the game. No. You maybe win next week. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Do pick uh, six. I'm, I'm we're going to do pick six on Thursday because we're going to be yeah, we'll, on location. We'll be uh, at Beehive Grill, but we can still do pick six from there. Yeah. You guys can join in. Absolutely. Anybody wants to show up and do pick six with us. That would be fun. Maybe you give a recommendation to us for a pick yeah. six item. Maybe yeah, we're not you, the ones t- making the selections. Tell you what, if, if somebody shows up we're doing pick six, I'll let one of them pick one of my selections for me. <laughs> I like that. Whatever you want to do, I'll let you pick it and I'll go with it. I like that. Uh, Let's see. 1570 texting in. The stat that blew my mind is Tom Brady and Brock Purdy combined for 462 touchdown passes. That's an amazing duo. (laughs) That's an amazing career there from uh, Brock Purdy. Me and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar combined for about – 38,000 points. points. (laughs) Me and John Stockton combined for 15,000 assists. (laughs) Me and Michael Jordan have six rings. Uh, I'm really good. You're amazing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Such an all-around player. Pair Jason with anybody. Yeah. Just play better. (laughs) That's that's the the mantra. Uh, All right, we've got to take a timeout here in the Full Court Press. When we come back, uh, we need to do a quick update. We mentioned some things from uh, World Cup. But where do things stand? Uh, we're starting to get part of the field figured out for the quarterfinals. Uh, so who's advancing? What are the surprises so far? There have been some upsets. So uh, what's that field looking like so far for the World Cup? i uh, love to get your thoughts as well on uh, various topics. 435-339-0321. Cycles and Sleds wants to say thank you to all who came out to their grand opening event at Snow Show recently. It was a huge success. 
But the savings are not done. They are going to continue the sale because they still have a large selection of snow and motocross gear to choose from. Just in time for Christmas. Cycles and sleds at their new location, 3475 North Highway 91 in Hyde Park. Online at cyclesandsleds.com. Your skis are skinny and your boots tie with leather. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You need up-to-date ski equipment and your kids want the good stuff. Al Sporting Goods has season ski rental for the entire family. Ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now, bring them back in May. And for a limited time, get a free Cherry Peak Lift Pass. Youth season ski or snowboard rental, only $99. Adult season ski or snowboard rentals, only $114. Don't wait. 99 and 114 season ski rental prices will go. Al's Sporting Goods for season ski rentals. Every sport, every season. Prodigy Brewing has so much appreciation and gratitude for the warm embrace Cash Valley has given us. We want to invite you to join us for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Our Sunday-only brunch menu features sweet and savory options such as chorro French toast, chilequiles, fried chicken egg sandwich, and a Bloody Mary bar. You also won't want to miss our hash browns. Whether you are out with the family or friends, Prodigy Brewing is the place to be in Cash Valley. Open seven days a week, located at 25 West Center Street in beautiful downtown Logan. Advanced Heating and AC, the two-time gold medal winner in Best in Northern Utah. They're teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you the best furnace units available. And now's the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, 752-7272. Or stop by their showroom west of DI. And online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Alpine Home Medical has been around for over 25 years. Can you believe that? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. What keeps us coming to work every day? We're passionate about caring for you. From home and bathroom safety to transportation, mobility, recovery, oxygen, sleep, and more, come into any of our 10 locations today and let us take care of you. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Which local high schools do you follow and support? Find your favorite high school logoed items at the Locker 42 North store. Yes, Locker 42 North has high school logoed hoodies, t-shirts, blankets, and more. Green Canyon, Mountain Crest, Logan, Ridgeline, and Skyview can all find their high school logos on apparel at Locker 42 North. And high school logoed items make great Christmas gifts. Logoed items from all your favorite high schools exclusively at the Locker 42 North store, 1430 North Main, next to Little Caesars. The full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan eric france and jason walker here on the full court press uh it's portal season yes so yeah. A lot of announcements littering social media right now. Yeah, I was just telling Eric, there's one guy who, obviously, you know, the process for submitting the transfer portal involves, you know, probably sending, con- you know, emails, phone calls, paperwork. Yeah, because there's financial aid tied to a lot of this. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of stuff that you got to be able to do with this. It's not just announcing it on Twitter and then it happens. Right. But this one guy for San Diego State University, like, part of his announcement is... He screenshotted an email he got that was basically saying that they'd submitted his intent to transfer. 
And it's like an automated message. It's not even like, you know, a letter from a real person. It's just an automated message. He screenshotted that and a picture of himself and say, I'm in the portal. <laughs> like, I'm officially in the, in the transfer portal. Like, okay, that's an, it's unique. I'll give him that. Yeah. Because normally these transfer things are, there's a, you know. There's a script and it's yeah. really annoying. Yeah, it is incredibly annoying because they act like they're trying to be unique and, and, and it ends up ruining what sincerity sincerity there may be with these players because, again, when it's the same every single time, it's like, eh, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yes, it's just very, just very rote. Like, I'm just, uh, there's like a formula. I just got to punch in my school, my mascot, yeah, my favorite Bible verse, and uh, let the formula take care of the rest. Yeah, it's, it's all just, the same. It's just like, I'd like to... You know, thank the fans and the coaches for my X number of years here. You know, so grateful for the all the opportunities and yada 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 and school mascot. Yeah, whatever it is for Th- life. Then, that being said, I'm leaving all of you guys. Yeah, love you guys. You're great, but goodbye. And I'm officially in the portal. Hashtag God's plan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag Isaiah twenty one seven. I don't know what Isaiah 21 says. <laughs> it's like, <"Whoa, laughs> it would be really awkward what's if that's... the significance of that? <laughs> absolutely nothing. I just picked one. I'll have to look it up later and see what it actually says to see what I just said over live radio. <laughs> Hopefully it's nothing bad. You know, it's kind of interesting, though, to note, like, exoduses that happen... <laughs> Exodus. <laughs> ...from you know, certain programs. Like, there are... Uh, I'm seeing a number of... Uh, of players leaving the BYU team. I've noticed a few uh, from from Boise who were contributors. And you're going to see players transfer from pretty much every team. I mean, it's not like anybody's immune to this. It's just who transfers. Now, are, is your starting running back going to transfer? Your starting tight end? Your uh, wide receiver who started coming along and had high hopes? of uh, advancing and play a larger role the following season. So um, that's what's kind of interesting to note, like who transfers. Because there's some teams that look like they ended up having a decent year, but there's an interesting number of players who are leaving and not sticking around for the next next go-around with this coaching staff. It is weird because there doesn't seem to be any, any like – trend you can like latch on to because it's like okay a good team keeps all of its players well that's not always the case or a bad team losing all its players well that's not always the case it does tend to boil down to something uh behind the scenes if there's a really good coach but maybe the players didn't like him then they might leave they're trying to take advantage of their stock probably being a little higher than it normally was and they try and, and capitalize on that or sometimes it's a really good coach and everyone likes him and they had a good year, but there's a bunch of players who are like, you know, maybe they're a smaller school and they want to go play at a bigger school, maybe raise their chances of going to the NFL. Or, I don't know, there's just, there doesn't seem to be one formula. I like to be able to pick out these, all right, this is the trend, this is what happens. You know, you know, X plus Y equals this. You can't really do that with the portal. You know, some sometimes... It's easy. We, we've mentioned women's basketball where it feels like they'll just always transfer. But that's about the only one I can nail down consistently. 
Because good programs have people transfer. Bad programs have people transfer. Bad programs have nobody transfer. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I, I, I don't know what to, to try and uh, guess with the transfer portal. I wasn't sure how many would transfer away from Utah State this year. Doesn't seem like many. I thought maybe some might, but there have been like five, six players so far. There might be a few more, but not a ton. Coach Anderson seems to expect about 90% of his roster back. That's his expectation. And if that expectation proves to be true, and in and, and fact, in, uh, coupled with some of the uh, recruits that I'm seeing getting signed from junior colleges or other commits uh, and see what they do as an active coaching staff in the transfer portal, getting players here. Could be really an interesting 2023 football season for the Aggies. Yeah, we've talked about how, you know, the young players, you know, jumping up and they're jumping up into bigger roles already with some experience. Ike Larson kind of being a poster child for that. We've also got Robert Briggs, some guys in the defensive line, linebackers and whatnot. Um, combine that with some some transfer guys and other recruits, and yeah, this is a team that could make a jump from this year, be a little more consistent, be a little better, and if they're more consistent a little better, you can tack probably two or three more wins on the next year's team, and suddenly you're back into the Mountain West title contention. Granted, I don't want to count the regs before we hatched because we did that before this very season. <laughs> But that is also our job on live radio. Yeah, that's we're true. supposed to do that. that. That's very. We've we've literally been doing that with basketball, counting quad one, one two <laughs> games for like three different shows. Yeah, that's right. Nine three one five texting in. Will the listener pick six be? How many times will Jason and sports coach say just do better in one day? Uh, I don't know if that'll be a category. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if if you got. Have to be able to record it and quantify it. Yeah. yeah, well, we do record it. We just have to go back and quantify it. <laughs> one time, <laughs> reminds me one time a couple years back, uh, I, uh, for a pick six, it was going to be how many times will Matt Wells say, uh, <laughs> during his press conference with the media, his weekly press conference? Because he was, he was so bad at that. He had so many fillers. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, My thing would be we played really well, but uh, we got to do better at the uh, the boundary uh, against Air Force. <laughs> Mine would be like just going to a, uh, you know, post practice like you know prep that we do with uh, Coach Odom and just like. All right, how many words does he say until he says, oh, they're a great coach team or whatnot? <laughs> you, do, you can do that with like every single basketball coach, a lot of football coaches. Just like, How many words does he say before he says something to the effect of they're a great, well-coached team? Yeah. Like just, again, for once, they just like to have him come and say, oh, they're a terrible yeah, coach team. Yeah, this is an average team. That, that coach is awful. <laughs> like, so you're playing the team that's ranked 363 in the NET. Ah, they're a great coach team. They're on the up and up there. They're better than their record says they are. It's like, coach, they've they're they're zero and ten, and they've lost every game hundred to zero. <laughs> they're a well coached team. They really get after you on defense. They've got I'm some impre- up and coming talent. I'm impressed with their size and rebounding, coach. They've not grabbed a single rebound this season. <laughs> they're a great rebounding team. Uh, coach speak is real, very real. I'm not exactly doing this very long. I still have a bunch of a list of things I'm annoyed that coaches always say. 
And uh, it's not going to get any better. Nope. Never will. No. It, it gets even worse now because the, their words get published everywhere in like 16 different formats and whatnot. It's true. It's really hard for coaches to be candid anymore. Because in, in years past, you could get a coach relaxed and talking and joking and having fun. And now it's almost like you, you can't. You just you can't do that. Yeah. When, when you're off the record. It's a real rarity. Yeah, when you're off the record with a coach, they're actual people. But they don't always get a chance to be off the record, especially not around guys like us because they're always maybe worried that they'll say something and we'll go on Twitter and publish it. But Yeah. Because there's some people that do that. There are, I, unfortunately, and, some. Yeah, and I and I wouldn't do that. I you know if I if I don't have my recorder on, um, I've, I've well I've made this mistake before, but um, I'm trying not to do it anymore. Where I d- I did one where I quoted somebody when they were yelling at practice. I would try to say, all right, let's just do it where if the recorder's not on, I'm not going to quote you. Yes. Generally speaking, if they know it's not a formal interview, they sh- should feel comfortable to speak freely. Yeah, and I say that from mistakes in the past yes uh by the way we were talking about transfer season <laughs> just saw this now this was as of uh a day ago I, I i gotta see if i can find the most recent but this was as of yesterday to so the first day uh to f- officially enter the portal 722 players into the portal on the first day yeah that's why I'm saying there's probably not going to be too many more. Granted, the number of players in the portal gets into the thousands. But usually you get the most on the first couple of days. And like I said, the, the reports I've seen, I think, is five, maybe now six or seven Utah State players in the portal. And none of them were, you know, huge names. There were guys who were maybe developing, could have been the kind of guys that were coached to leave, saying, look, we wanted you to come in and develop, but it's not working out. So you can leave. Or, you, you know, you obviously, that kind of sounds bad, but, you know, it'd be best for your own development to go somewhere else. It's just not working out. Okay, so I'm going back to this uh, the source with some of those details. They put together the, the top ten schools being hit with transfer announcements just within the short time. Now, some players announced that their intention is to transfer earlier on in the year. And this became a, a topic when Utah State was facing Colorado State. They'd had like four or five players in a short span of time announcing their intentions to quit on the Rams and pursue something later on when they were become available. Well, Colorado State is number one. 23 players on Colorado State have entered the transfer portal. 23! How many of those players only spent one year at Colorado State? I'd be oh interested to know. gosh. Like, how many of those came in from, like, Nevada or somewhere else and then say, oh, this is hot garbage, and left? Yeah. That's the way Colorado State played. Uh, the, the number two team, well, frankly, they're tied. There's three teams tied for number two. But one of these three really surprises me. So Stanford has 19 transfers. They just had a coaching change. Uh, Louisiana Tech, 19. But the, that third school? is Alabama. Bit of a down year for Bama and uh, with only a few losses, but down year, standards. But like fifth. Yeah, well, I think schools like Alabama can certainly be uh, big targets for the transfer portal because, you know, they get all the good recruits and a bunch of them don't get to play. 
Yeah. Utah State got one of the Alabama recruits. Benefited from one of those? Well, they got one of those, I should say. They got one of them. Didn't necessarily benefit from it. Yes. Uh, So it's – and obviously – those are kind of prestigious recruits because we all we all talked about him. He's always oh, a former four-star recruit, played at Alabama, so everybody seems to want one of them. And so Alabama, especially you know, you go to Alabama because oh, we're going to play in the the national championship. Every we're going to be a contender in the SEC, the best football conference in America. Yeah, and then you combine that with a player who didn't play, didn't get a ring. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else and be a big fish in a in a smaller pond. Um, so. And Nick Saban, I'm sure, is thrilled with the portal and with NIL because it feels like, you know, don't want to call it, but I feel like he's worried that he's going to lose his stranglehold on college football because mm. mm-hmm. now everyone else can pay their players <laughs> and they can do it legally. And now he can't, like, bribe all of his players to come there. So other schools are going to buy their rosters. So there was a lot of hubbub over one particular school and whether they bought their players or not. It was Texas A&M. They did, and so did Alabama, and so did, and so did LSU, and so did Clemson, and so did Ohio State, and so but, did Oklahoma, and everyone else. <laughs> but 16 players so far trans- announcing that they're putting their name in the portal at Texas A&M. Yeah. It's just a lot of these big schools that are getting these big recruits, I think you're going to see like the, the people at the top of the recruiting Rankings. This is just a theory that I'm throwing out there because I haven't studied a ton. But my guess is a lot of these people just stack recruits. They can end up losing a lot of them to transfers because they have high expectations for themselves. And if they're not playing, they're going to go seek opportunity elsewhere because they have real NFL ambitions. Not all of them will, you know, realize those, but they're really going to chase those. And so they're going to leave when they're not getting those opportunities at these big schools. We've seen all the time. Big players transfer between schools and end up, you know, Joe Burrow. You yeah. Know? And, and and others, they're they're transferring. They didn't get an opportunity in their first place. They go to somewhere else, sometimes even as the third school. They find that opportunity. They realize their ambitions. They develop their talents, finally find the right situation, and it works. And players know that that happens. And so they're going to, you know, if they're not getting an opportunity right away, they're going to move because the clock ticks. Right. Limited time. Like, if, if you're a 24, 25-year-old coming out of college, the NFL doesn't like you as much. Mm-mm. So, uh, as of earlier today, I don't know how accurate this is at this hour, but there were three schools who didn't have any players on their roster put their names in the transfer portal. Jason Walker, I ask you, can you name any of those three schools? So, I have like a... One in 103 and 130 grand. You've already <laughs> named a few that have, so I can yes. cross a few off. Um, uh, mm. I'll give you one hint. All right, yeah, give me a hint. I'll one of them is a Mountain West school. Um, oh, trying to think which one. <laughs> which one? It's not San Diego State because I just literally saw one going in. From there, um, but Wyoming. That is incorrect. Dang it! Uh, give me, give me two more guesses. <laughs> uh, is it Boise State? No, Boise's had a number of players into the portal. Okay, I probably shouldn't have guessed that. Um, gosh, now I'm suddenly forgetting who all is in the Mountain West. 
Um, Hawaii. The correct answer is San Jose State. I went through that, and I was like, no, they probably have somebody transferring. As of right now, no players from San Jose. Uh. Well, I should say as of earlier today, only two from Fresno State. But the other two schools who have yet to have a, a player enter the transfer portal, Georgia and Troy. I said Georgia throws a wrench into my whole theory of high recruit teams having a bunch of transfers. <laughs> so I say I, I can't like find a trend with transfers. I, I throw out these theories and guesses, and they end up being wrong because of there's always a big exception. So can never get a can never get a handle on this. A lot of players entering the portal as it has just officially opened. Um, so yeah, it's it's transfer season. Yeah, it is, and we'll we'll see which players decide to come to Utah State. Again, there may not be a tons of room because Anderson's expecting ninety percent of his roster back, but it allows them to be a little more selective in who they go after. Yeah, so they can really go after certain guys. Like, All right, you're going to be the big fish in the Mountain West pond. That's right. We have an immediate need here. Yeah, because then you can look at who I need immediate needs and who I can have a development guy yeah. come in. They seem to be going after skill position players from JUCO. They should probably hit offensive linemen. Yeah, I would imagine hard. offensive line would be a big target. Transfer offensive linemen from like Power Five schools. Then you get some skill positions from JUCO guys. Some guys who have athletic talents, maybe were overlooked or maybe didn't have great academics. Maybe you know, maybe turn that around. Come right. to Utah State, be a good player. Uh, we need to take another time out here on the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you, 435-339-0321. An update on what's going on in the World Cup coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a Week 14 showdown for the state of Texas as the Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Danny White and myself for all the action in this cross-conference matchup as Dak Prescott and the Cowboys go for a fourth straight victory. But Kyle Allen and the Texans stand in their way. It's the Cowboys and the Texans. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday morning, beginning at 1030 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hi, this is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. It's time once again for our annual holiday pass sale. We have all of our season passes as well as punch passes on sale at the lowest prices of the season. Adult and senior season passes, junior passes, adult and senior punch passes on sale. We have all of our merchandise in the shop on sale from 10 to 40% off. Hats, shoes, assorted clubs, men's and ladies wear, gloves, and of course golf balls which make great stocking stuffers. Happy holidays from all of us at the Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair play fast we're right in the middle of holiday season most of our focus is on family and friends as it should be but don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months at valvelinus and oil change will make it easy on you to get an oil change have your vehicle's fluids checked and if needed check emissions and renew your registration all while you sit in your warm car it doesn't get much easier than that valvelinus and oil change 695 north main across from angie's Daryl's Appliance is feeling the Christmas spirit and wants to spread some cheer. Join them December 17th to enter to win a KitchenAid stand mixer and other prizes at Daryl's during their in-store event. Get some hot cocoa and a picture with their special guests, Santa and Mrs. Claus. They have Christmas specials all December on GE, Whirlpool, and other appliances. Plus, get 12 months interest-free financing and Daryl's famous service that backs every sale. Only at Daryl's, west on Airport Road. 
When it comes to home care, it's important to know you have a choice. If you or a loved one is in need of hospice or home health services, remember that Primrose Home Care and Hospice believes in treating the patient as well as the problem. We work directly with you and your doctor to create a health plan that's catered to your needs. Our team is devoted to providing options and the freedom and safety of your own home. Visit us at primrosecare.com or call to schedule a free consultation. Primrose Home Care and Hospice, your local hospice and home health provider since 2006. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. Yeah, we were doing the, saw some uh, posts. And this was as of last night, but within the first 24 hours of the transfer portal being officially open, over 3,500 players submitted their names to the transfer portal. Yeah, and from data, because I was looking at it over, during the off season, they were doing a study of uh, portal players, you know, from obviously the pre- previous offseason or that offseason. Or I think it might have been over the last couple of years. They're trying to gather as much data as possible. And a lot of those players don't – and not only do they, like, go lower, sometimes they go to a, you know, P5, G5, but sometimes that's by design. That's what works for them. Sometimes they go P5 to P5, and that works out for them as well. But there's a lot of them that just end up nowhere. There's a lot of kids who – now, we've talked about how there are a million and one good reasons to transfer, and there's basically only one or two real negative. Well, really only one negative possibility that's negative in terms of the player just being dumb or being you know toxic. There's only one of those scenarios of the player being toxic and, and greedy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Most other situations are very legitimate. Some of them are just ill-informed, and that's where a player throws away a scholarship thinking he's going to go to some bigger, better school, and nobody picks him up. There's a lot of transfer kids that don't get picked up. A very sizable portion of those transfers will stay that way. Yeah, it's sad, right? Because as, as you were mentioning during the break, you know, they lose sight of the, the value of being on a scholarship player at a university where you get your education taken care of, but uh, they end up leaving and – not only do they lose out on opportunity to play football, they lose out on opportunity for education too. Yeah, or they end up having to go into debt for that education. So yes, you know, there's there's some players that once they realize, oh yeah, this football ain't gonna work out for me. Sometimes they just need to put their nose to the grindstone in terms of schoolwork and actually focus on their academics instead of what all the schools pretend like is you know the kids focusing on academics before sports. Uh, we were talking about pick six. You know, we're we, we're going to be doing it on Thursday when we broadcast live at Beehive Grill. We'd love to have you stop by, and love to get your recommendations too for a you know, future pick six that we do. And five three three eight with a recommendation. You should do a pick six on how many times Ryan Odom says no question in his next interview. Maybe his next interview will take place after we do pick six. The interview that we'll have with you know with. Post practice, yeah, it'll be Friday, I believe, because I think they're playing on Saturday. 
I think I said they were playing on Sunday all yesterday. I think they play Saturday. So yes, Friday, Saturday. is they do day before. We go to the at the end of their practice and talk to them. So Friday, if you want to do that. <laughs> but that's, I, that's I, good. I, I like that. I said I'd let... Uh, I said I'd let a listener, maybe a couple, depending on how many show up, pick my picks for me. I'll be setting lines, but maybe I'll take a suggestion on. I'll take a suggested line. All right. Well, we'll let Eric take the suggested lines. I'll take your suggested picks. There you go. So we'll we'll do that. So you can give Eric your suggestions. You can give me your picks. Nine three one five. I think someone like USU can benefit from the transfer from bigger school in the portal. I used to think bigger schools would would still would steal our good players, but not so much anymore. Yeah, there hasn't been a ton of there's always this paranoia. I know I certainly have this kind of paranoia. I've mentioned a couple times like Ike Larson, a worry that he might transfer. And that can happen, but it's not happened maybe as much as we thought. And you know, because there's always with these things like the transfer portal, you think, all right, how is it going to impact um college football you have to think of the consequences that aren't immediate like because you think okay when with nil it's like all right they're going to be able to you know get sponsorships well there's a completely different animal that apparently nobody thought of which is basically just buying players um, which is the reality now and with the transfer portal maybe some of us were worried that it was just going to be free agency and the best teams pick up the best you know free agents so to speak best transfers but G5 schools would be the, uh, the the training ground where they develop their skills, and then once they're starting to be good, then they move up up the chain. Yeah. And in football, that hasn't happened nearly as much, probably because in football there's a, a bit more parity in terms of the NFL will take you wherever you come from. In basketball, we've actually seen, I think, a little more where good players will transfer up, for lack of a better term. But even then, there are players that are willing to stay, and they just stick around, and then they go to the NBA because the NBA can still manage to track you down. You know, Namish Keda, Sam Merrill, Justin Bean were all NBA, you know, scouting targets, despite playing in Little Old Logan. John Morant didn't play at a big power. Yeah, basketball, and he was number two overall pick. Yeah. So, but we, we do see that in in basketball a little bit because there is still a little more attention on, um, you know, the big schools. In basketball. All right. Uh, I said we'd talk about the World Cup. Uh, and we didn't need to take another break, so we'll take another quick timeout and discuss uh, the latest in the World Cup coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, it's a pivotal matchup in the NFC as the San Francisco 49ers host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hi, everyone. Troy Clarity here. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action as these two playoff hopefuls clash on the West Coast. Can Tom Brady lead the Buccaneers to a road victory, or will the 49ers make it six wins in a row? It's the Buccaneers and the 49ers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's never too cold or wet to get rid of that old vehicle. Now is the time to earn extra cash for the holidays by calling DD Auto and Salvage. Let them pay you for that junk vehicle. DD Auto and Salvage makes it easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles, paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. DD Auto and Salvage in Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787-1204. That's 787-1204 today. See store for details. As a small business, achieving your financial goals and ambitions can be a steep and rocky mountain climb. 
This is Lance Zollinger, President at Cache Valley Bank. To conquer the mountain and achieve your goals, it takes planning, hard work, and discipline. At Cache Valley Bank, we have the resources, expertise, and flexibility to help you scale your way to success. Give us a call. Let's work together and climb the mountains that await. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Following the local teams, it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Eric Franson, Jason Walker, last couple of minutes here on the show. World Cup action continues. We're into the knockout rounds. Uh, as uh, we mentioned the other day, America lost to the Netherlands 3-1. to uh, Argentina got past Australia 2-1. to And then a um, couple more games on, on Sunday. France over Poland. England getting past Senegal. And on Monday, it was uh, Japan and Croatia. And tied at one apiece, Croatia wins and advances on penalty kicks. Brazil beating up on South Korea 4-1. to one. And um, today, some surprising games. Morocco and Spain going scoreless through regulation and extra time and going to penalty kicks. And Morocco, 3 to nothing over Spain. Big big shocker there. Yeah, I think it's awesome that their, their keeper saved three penalties and he was one of like a handful of um, goalies in the World Cup to save three penalties. Uh, joined a couple of other, um, obviously, pretty good goalkeepers in doing that because saving penalties granted a saved penalty is always the fault of the shooter but still you got to be really good to save a penalty. You still have to save it. Yeah. Portugal just dominated Switzerland six to one Uh, and so we're we're getting to the uh, the the quarterfinals. Yeah we're all set. And it's uh, it's now set and games pick up again coming up on Friday. Croatia Kind of the upstart uh, against Brazil, powerhouse. Uh, that'll be uh, Friday morning. And then uh, Friday at noon, it'll be Netherlands and Argentina. So any surprises for you, Jason, so far? Uh, Morocco. Also, probably how good Portugal is looking. And mind you, 6-1, and Cristiano Ronaldo did not score a single goal. Uh, so they're looking pretty good oh, if you know you, you usually think of that team as oh it's Cristiano Ronaldo I may have said this on air it's Ronaldo and everybody else they're looking better even without Ronaldo I think he subbed out he did sub out against Switzerland so they're looking pretty good they could get to the semifinals um granted the the big matchup of the quarterfinals is going to be England and France historic rivalry in more ways than one <laughs> Yes, that'll be Saturday afternoon, Saturday at noon. Yeah, so that'll be the big matchup, but obviously keep an eye on uh, Brazil, see if Argentina can overcome its own World Cup struggles, uh, With uh, see if Messi can get one, maybe end up with a Brazil-Argentina semifinal, which would be spectacular. Um, yeah, Brazil and maybe Brazil and France look like the two favorites so far. Brazil mostly because they've been super dominant, but we'll see. Uh, so it picks up again on Friday on Fox, uh, 8 a.m. for the first game, noon for the second one, and then again Saturday, same times, uh, 8 and noon. Uh, that'll do it for us here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, come join us down at Beehive Grill. We'll be there broadcasting live Thursday from 4 to 6. Stop by, grab a snack, say hi, and give us a line for pick six.